Welcome to the Jobpreneur Podcast. This is Easy Money Drew. Please like, subscribe, forward, share, all of the above because this is purpose-driven. While I find my personal legend, I want to help you find yours. Anyhow, let's get to it. But first, like, subscribe, share, follow, forward, all of the above for all of the social medias. I'll let your boy. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I get to do a quick video interview with my boy JD underscore Bailey 93, a member of Path to Prosperity, as well as a bunch of other mentorship groups. But in general, this brother's making power moves in a lot of different areas, and I get a chance to interview him and tell his story. But first, let me give a shout out to my mentorship program, Jobpreneur Challenge is coming out. That being said, we're going to roll straight into the interview, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to my boy, JD, and we're going to first start off with a general question of, bro, give me your backstory. Who are you? I'm JD Bailey. Uh, so how I describe myself is really a, just a creative. At the end of the day, uh, I've done a lot of different things, and what I do is create. So right now, I'm an insurance broker, I'm a poet, I have a band. All of these things is, you know, I just realized that creating things is going to get you to that next level, whether it's content, music, creating words, relationships. Yeah. So as I create, things get better. I love it, bro. All right. So now give me a little bit of your background. Like, uh, how did you get to recession proof? Um, how did you get connected to Path to Prosperity? And in general, where do you see this taking you and your businesses and your career? Yeah. So, I mean, a big thing that brought me here is really just podcasts. I remember um, when, when all the shutdowns happened, I started getting addicted to podcasts. I would watch Social Free, Earn Your Leisure, it led to the web and different things, yeah. morning meetups, and man, how it's been here has been this just evolution of learning more, learning yeah. more, learning more. Then you start to find the people that you rock with, and they do the same things that you want to do. So, you know, as you know, I'm in the Marvin Mitchell Mentorship. Yep. He's an insurance broker. He found a way to make insurance more cool. And, you know, I've always felt like there's a disconnect between my poetry and music side, and then I started doing insurance. And it was just, I felt like I was doing two different things. But I realized there's got to be other people like me. Yeah. That they're artists, they're poets, they're doing Uber and Lyft, whatever else it is, and they just, they're trying to figure it out. And as soon as I got into the insurance industry, it changed my mindset because yeah. my, my time was no longer connected to the money that I was making. What I was making in a week, two weeks, I could make it one sale. Come on. And then from there, it's just like, now I'm hungry. I need more information to actually make this all work. Yeah. Make it possible. Yeah. Because everything I've done so far has been active income, active income, active income. You know, you want to have time to get money. Yeah. So that's what I'm learning. I'm learning how to find my time back and meet people like y'all. Come on. Man, bro. One step at a time. That's it's it. fire. It's fire. All right. So we're still going to stay on the backstory a little bit more because we talked about music, we talked about insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about music a little bit more, and maybe a little bit about poetry, because we saw some hot fire <laughs> poetry last night that oh, you was man. put on the spot to do, and you crushed it. Man, so yeah, growing up, I have friends that are creative too, and I was always in the music scene. I tried my hand at music, I tried my hand, you know, basically taking what I did at music into poetry. Yeah. And I realized that community is important, because in the music game, there's a lot of egos. Yeah. There's so many people trying to make it and look cool, and the poetry scene is the opposite. It's almost like everyone's everyone's really just vulnerable. Yeah. And that's what poetry is. Yeah. Like being vulnerable on stage in front of people. So that was a dream that took me in. Yeah. And even the reason why uh, I continue to do it is because it's just always building me. Yeah. Right. So I was born and raised in LA. I have a lot of artist friends because that's what LA is. Yep. And uh, I started a company called Open Campus. Okay. That was my first company I ever okay. did. 
it started with me and like seven friends. Come as on, you know, bro. over time, people fall off, yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. We still have open campus six years later, but it's developed and it's evolved. Yeah. And at the end of the day, just like how I'm talking to you about poetic finance, yeah. open campus is a platform of resources for all artists. And I started throwing events. Come on. And that's where my main experience comes from. Throwing events, talking to people, making it work. And I remember my first mentor, I met him on a lift ride. And on a lift ride, I had my pitch. Every single time somebody would come in, I had my business card and say, I need this, blah, 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 blah. Turned out I met a tour manager. I ended up having a meeting with him. Long story short, I found out that he was a tour manager for ASAP Rocky, worked with Earth, Wind, and Fire. I became like his on your lift, bro. On my lift, yes. ASAP Rocky. Wait, ASAP Rocky. That's the guy that uh, uh, impregnated Rihanna. <laughs> oh, so he's winning. Come on now. So yeah. his tour manager is also winning. My bad. All right, come on, come on, come on, bro. But no, nah, he was my first mentor that really showed me the name. Yeah. Because I think I was only like twenty. I was like twenty-two, twenty-three. All right, we're gonna pause right here just so I can give a shout out to mentorship. So what JD is talking about is that he started finding mentors early, early, early in adulthood. I'm telling y'all, the sooner you find mentors, the more powerful you can be in whatever space you're moving in, and the more you can reduce the, the timeline to get to the level of success you're looking for. So my bad, bro. Keep going. This is just, yeah. bro. I didn't, I didn't expect you to go down the mentorship route already. So yes. <laughs> So I didn't even realize it. It didn't seem like a mentor. But at the end of the day, I had a vision in my mind where I wanted to go. Yeah. Uber was my way to get there. Yeah. And it gave me a chance to speak to people and practice my elevator pitch. Come on. So that's why I got comfortable, you know, being in rooms like this, talking to other yeah. folks. But yeah, I just served. I was his personal driver. I ended up driving his lady. They put me on a. They put me on a payroll eventually. And the biggest thing, like we went to Amsterdam together. I met some of his investors. I got two people from their label on the podcast, Future Future Podcast. Come on, so bro. those relationships have lasted for four or five years now. Bro, help right. the world. Hold on, we got we got to pause again. All right, so JD keeps on dropping dimes without even explaining why they're dimes, gems, <laughs> emeralds, anything like that. So right, he just right. threw out his podcast, which I'm gonna have you plug in a second. Yeah. But what I also want to call out is that JD has been a jobpreneur since day one. So he's taken whatever active income he has and using that to build his path. And making sure he can figure out how to monetize that, right? So, so now we're gonna jump to the podcast because you touched yeah. on it. So, talk about your podcast a little bit, bro. Yeah. So, uh, again, with podcasts, social proof, I learned that podcasting is a way to get information. Yep. So, at the end yep. of the day, you read books like Thinking Grow Rich. Yep. He sends somebody out to learn and talk to the best high end people in the world. Why would you not want a podcast? You know. So, my podcast is called the Picture Future Podcast, and the reason is because everything that I have today. Because I thought in my mind first. Come on. You have to paint your future to be able to live your masterpiece. Bruh. You gotta have your future. You gotta paint your future to live your masterpiece. At the end of the day, if you can't see it here first, you won't have it here. So every day I just try to paint more and more and more. And it's crazy because the relationship of art versus business is so similar. You know, there's a blank canvas, an open canvas, yeah. like the app. Yeah. There's an open canvas. You have to fill it. At the end of the day, what are you doing? How are you thinking about it? So it's the tools that you use, relationships. Come on. You want to change the way that people perceive something, change the way that you think. Come on. And it goes into poetry, the way that you use your words. You can just tell the same story three times and cause different reaction. Come on. Now I learned that in finance, you could use your money three, four, five different times and it creates different results.
results. And that's where it comes back to the mentorship with Marvin. I had no idea insurance could be dope like this. I was going to turn, I was just doing mortgage protection. Yeah, yeah, the quick, easy stuff. Oh, people understand right. this. I can explain this. Right. Get out the door. And the product, when I learned it, um, the participant whole life, it was called Debt Free Life. So it was helping people get out of debt. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. But the same product that's, you know, tagline Debt Free Life can also be becoming your own bank. So words are important. Yeah. So important that the marketing strategy changed the trajectory of what insurance is doing. All right, two more gems, y'all. So first, thoughts are things, not T-H-O-T-S. Those are things too, but you know, thoughts like what you say in your head, right? Those are things and they're powerful. But then even more powerful is the words. So what you say to yourself and then what you speak out to the world, right? So JD's saying he's understood this from an early age and now he's just using it all, putting it together to implement things he's passionate about to help impact the world and make him some money. Alright, so my bad bro, keep, keep going, keep going. No, no, you're right on with it. So I mean, it's, it's really came down to the principles. When I, when I see something similar in multiple fields, okay, that's probably the truth. Yep. And then we realize, you put it as a principle, you help it relate. That's something we learned here with my right. So, at the end of the day, you know, the, the better you are just being yourself, the closer you are to the truth, everything else takes care of the moment, you know? I don't even know how I got here sometimes. All right, looking, you know? so, so tell me tell me about sales because you're in sales, right? Yes. A lot of people in general, like like the mass public, they're scared of sales, even though they don't realize everything is sales. Everything. So so tell me how uh, you got to a point where you just kind of understood sales is where I need to be to grow. Yeah. So again, from an early age, I was that kid, you know, at school, I was selling candy at lunch. <laughs> I remember in high school, I don't know if you ever heard, have you ever heard of uh, Ghetto Bears? Nah. Uh, <laughs> Is that a West Coast thing? It might be. But it basically it's gummy bears with Kool-Aid flavoring. Oh, what? And then, yeah, it's a little oh, drop of So I was selling that. Edible version? No. <laughs> Maybe that, I'm sure they do. <laughs> but yeah, I was like selling candy literally, and it's like I would make like $30 a day as a kid in school. Come on, bro. And then at the end of it, I started having a job. Like, I got a boss job, I got a warehouse, all these different things. sales and something that you guys can apply yourself is that there's no emotion without emotion. Come on. If you have emotion, then you can create action. Come on. So whether you're selling a relationship, hey, you need to work with this person, you're solving a problem, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just about emotions and then solving their problems and asking questions. Yeah. So there's a strategy question-based selling and, you know, it's at the end of the day, finding out what is the problem. Because if there's no problem, you don't want to waste each other's time. So whether it's a product, a service, it's just really asking questions, thinking to another person. Yeah. If you have a solution, great. If you don't, keep moving. Bro. And drop it out there. I love it. Alright, so tell me this. Um, so usually at the beginning I kind of explain what a job of you know is. I can do that this time, mainly because your story is very unique compared to <laughs> my first six interviews, right? Uh, most of the folks that I've talked to, um, they've kind of found their lane already and they're working that while doing something else, or they're working that and they're making their ends. You're building yours on the front end, kind of like me with my, my businesses when I left North America. Right. So uh, tell me your definition of being a job of principles of you know, speaking with people, teaching principles of what they're doing, communicating yeah. to others, and then just 
Yeah. And something I learned is that if you're being paid at a job, obviously it's a business. So if you want a business, they won't pay you unless you're working. So imagine you're selling them 100000 How much are they making from you? Come on, man. So you're worth more than what your salary is because it wouldn't make sense. We wouldn't have a job if you didn't have that. Yeah. So those are a couple things I learned that relates to job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next question is, in the next two years, where do you see this? Man, okay, that's great. In the next two years, so this year I'm launching Poetic Finance, my coaching program. My goal this year is to help 10, 10 artists get into the insurance industry in six weeks. So that's one year. And then multiply it. You know, we learned yesterday, things naturally multiply. Why did they try to sell this edition? Yep. You know? Yep. So if I'm multiplying it, then I got 20, 30, 40. But my goal is that every day, if I can have conversations like these, I can feed into people. It just needs to pay for my lifestyle. The lifestyle is going everywhere, anywhere that people can hear. Love it. You know what I mean? Love it. All right. So, so tell me a little bit more about your coaching program and where you see uh, yourself taking it. So you said you're going to help 10 entrepreneurs in the insurance space. How do you connect those who may not have a background in insurance and help them understand that it does connect to, to the art side? Yeah. So, I mean... You don't have to have any experience. I didn't even really know insurance at all, but I was actually pushed into it because of all the shutdown. Yeah. So at the end of the day, when everything was shut down, I couldn't do events anymore. I wasn't able to do any art. I couldn't work in because I was living with my family. So, I, you know, parents, yeah. and everything. I, I just stopped everything. Yeah. And all I did was just study podcasts. And it came down to there was three fields that I felt like made a lot of money yeah. that I would be able to jump into because it makes sense. So there's insurance, real estate, and then e-commerce. These are all things from you know, being at home. And I'm just like, how do I do this? Well, e-commerce, it felt, at that time, which I learned now, it felt like you need a lot of money to start. Yeah. Real estate, same thing, and with shutdowns, how do you show the homes? And then insurance is the highest demand right now because of everything that happened. You know what I'm saying? It's in the highest demand, people need it. With the whole um, market of real estate even booming right now, everybody that gets a home gets a letter to their house. Yep. Do you want to protect your mortgage? Yep. So if you have assets, if you make money and you have to show up to work to earn your money, if you have kids, if you can get sick and you can't afford your bills, you need insurance. That's 99, probably close to 100% of everybody in the world. And at the end of the day, now that I'm learning the strategies, more advanced strategies yeah. to do this thing, I can't wait because it relates to artists because I have no experience. Come on. And in my first in my first full year, I broke six figures. Come on. I never done close to that in my life. The most I made was like thirty thousand. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. So love it. it's been a blessing, you know, at the end of the day, it's not for everybody, of course. Yeah. But for those few people that, you know, if, if you could remember your lyrics, yeah, you could read this script. Come on. If you can go to shows for free, these open mics, you can call this phone. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. So the comparison of where I came from, Uber, yeah. Lyft, these people working restaurant jobs, yeah. like same work for five years, transcribing skills. Three, four, five, six times what you could make for the same time. Then you back to what you want to do. Come on. It's just about freedom. I love it, bro. And then when you get back to it, you have more skill sets to monetize your art yeah. in different ways. Like we've learned about the NFTs, the crypto. Right. And, and those are just other angles on top of you just being great at what you do for Yeah. But specialization. Yep. So what I like about becoming your own bank is because that product is not for everybody. It's really just for entrepreneurs, people that have a lot of money and people that want to use it a lot. Yep. So when you're meeting people like this and you're building relationships like this, where do you think your art's going to go? 
you're always going to be in the hands of people that can do something with it compared to just showing up to you know 100 open mics in a month which I've done which is necessary yeah. to get the reps in yeah. but you want to specialize get at a higher level have higher level conversations yeah. be in show yep. up get a mentor yep. there's principles that are true in every single industry yep. so that's one. how we came together come on bro. I believe in God come on so Amen to that yeah, alright look we're about to close it out we're going to close it out with this. so this is going to be a special close out <laughs> okay. I told you I was going to request that you do this it's okay. so, so JD underscore Bailey 93 is about to drop one of his poems um, only because he spits hot fire and people need to hear this. And we had the pressure on him to do it last night. And I don't think he's going to pressure here because those are the warm-ups. So, bro, yeah. pick, pick whichever one you want to do. Uh, we're going to pan in straight on you. We're going to close it out with that. As soon as you're done, we're going we're gonna to end the video. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to do the, the first one I did last night. So, this one's called Spiritual Warfare. Um, yeah, it goes like this. To breathe first. Hold on, let me do my pose steps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You see, I'm mentally affected by the way that you projected my reality. It's possibly the reason why I keep seeing this doubt in me. It's probably the reason for most people's whole mentality. I'm out to be the greatest of them all, never fall without a lesson. Greatest of them all, never fail, because that's a blessing. Greatest of them all, never stall, because I'm trying to change perception and still looking for this gift within my presence. But I cannot lie to you. I want to be the one to spark a light to rooms. I want to be the one to spark a fire and ignite the fumes. But then I zoom. Thoughts de-escalated in the sight of doom. See, I've been shadow boxing toxins, navigating my whole night to bloom. Um, Trying my hardest because it's working for the dearly departed. I'm near to the harvest. I'm rarely ever really regarded in a position I would like to be. Competitions written towards a vision to catch a flight to change reality. I'm actually activating legends and collectives. Introspection is a reason for these blessings and we're ready for it. Passively interjecting with the methods for the spread of knowledge colleges should pay for, but they ain't ready for us. Passion eats at the bigger picture, but these figures got my finger on the trigger. Shoot myself if it was metaphoric. Actually, indecision was a prison in my mind that led to find the help that was poetry and our metamorphosis. Where do I go? Where is my soul? I do not know, but I have grown. And I'm not even scratching the surface. I got a purpose, but I really feel worthless. Like, is this work even worth it? To make a profit, I gotta drop all my principles. Punishment from wisdom teaching systems going against the weak and weary. I really have a theory. Belief that money isn't everything, but everything is money. Ain't it funny how that rain pours when umbrellas go extinct? See, I've been drinking hyperventilating on the brink of losing all my balance. I really have a talent. And I know it shows when I take a challenge. Plus, I know my ways will be validated, compensated. My faith will be why I make it to the breakthroughs. Pay dues, but they won't just pay you. Make moves, you don't let them make you. Pray through this journey, I'm grateful. Pray through this journey, I'm lost in my mind. I cannot find. My way, I'm blind till I break through. Bro, thank you. We out, y'all. We about to go get it in. Oh, my goodness. I got to say this. Like, subscribe, share, forward, whatever other social media stuff you say to let Easy Money Drew and the crew know that you support, you understand, you get it, and you're learning. We appreciate you. Now cut to the outro.